Welcome to Christian Assembly, a family church. Since 1930, we've been serving the communities of Western Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia with the good news of Jesus Christ. With over 40 years of Bible teaching and ministry experience, Pastor Bill brings faith-filled revelation from God's Word. We believe with you, wherever you are, that God will inspire and change your life through the following teaching. For more information about Christian Assembly, follow us on social media or visit our website at cafamily.net. I've been sharing along the lines for these last so many weeks about Jesus, our healer. Aren't you glad that he's a healer as well as a savior? And that not only does he save, but it, of course it incorporates all of it. Saves, heals, delivers, protects, sets free, etc., etc. But thank God that we can look to him and trust him, even with our bodies. Well, so many years ago, about 22 years ago to be exact, Andrew was in a hospital and he was having the repair done on his Tetralogy of Fallot, which they said could never happen because they, they, he didn't have the left pulmonary artery, but after nine months it grew to normal size and it became whole. And so they were able to do it. And so we thank God for it. But while we were there at the hospital, up at Children's Hospital, uh, we met someone else. The Condi family. And we got to talking and sharing and Isabella was also in surgery many hours of surgery and God did a wonderful work in Isabella's life and we're going to have her come right now and share exactly what God did for her Isabella come on thank you All right, good. Hi there, I'm Isabella Condi. Um, today I'm going to share uh, my testimony with all of you. And I'm gonna share how I met this church, um, how I received a miracle, and then also how I was saved. A little bit about me. Um, I'm from Irwin, PA. I am a high school special needs teacher. I teach high school autistic and life skills. This is my fourth year teaching. So let's begin with my testimony. So. Pastor Bill mentioned how um, we got to meet this church through myself and Andrew um, having some kind of illness, but it all works out in God's glory in the end. So this church is actually my second family. Uh, my mom and I met both the Anzovinos and the Sorelli family at Children's Hospital. Um, God has a plan for us, and it may look different than we anticipate. However, it does work out in the end. Um, it is easy to fall off the path of God's will when we approach trials and tribulations or hardships. However, we must remember that God's plan is for us to prosper. And one of the verses I want to bring up is from the King's James Version, which is, And we know all things work together for the good, for the love of God, to them who are called according to its purpose. Do you mind bringing up my slides, please? Thank you. All right, you can move to the second slide. Thank you so much. Okay, so I did not have many photos uh, during this time because it was a most definitely challenging time in my life. So this is the only one I could find that was like 
most definitely appropriate. Um, this is actually after I lost all my hair and my hair was starting to grow back. So it is everyone's worst nightmare to be diagnosed with cancer at any age, whether that is yourself, a friend, or a family member, or even a coworker. No one wants to be diagnosed with this type of illness. I was only four years old when I was diagnosed with cancer and only had 30% chance of survival. I had both a cancerous and non-cancerous tumor inside my stomach. I had two major surgeries to try to remove the tumors, uh, one which was 13 hours and the other one that was 15. Uh, my mom was waiting alone. Uh, she noticed the Anzovino and Sorelli families. She could just tell they were Christians just the way they presented themselves. And I believe God like, calls us to be like that, using the fruit of the Spirit to lead us to other people. Those um, fruits, fruits in our life kind of showed to us these people were most definitely Christians. Um, they were, my mom was bold enough to go up to these people and say, do you mind praying for my daughter? And because of their prayers, um, we believed that I'd be healed, and we received it, and that's why I'm standing here today. Thank you. Do you mind going to the third slide, please? So I'm just going to talk about this slide real quick. So when I was looking through to get prepared for today, I stumbled ac across this art newspaper article, and the title is called Church Members' Prayers uh, Answered for a Little Girl. I don't know if you guys can see it that well, but basically it breaks down my story, and it, it was like an interview after. Um, I went through all the cancer treatments and then ended up going um, to Walt Disney World through... Um, I think it's called, I forget what it's called. But anyways, it was a trip for kids that had an illness. So um, now that I am healed after all this, let's talk about 14 years later when um, I start to give my heart to God. So I was a senior in high school, and it was a big time in my life where I had to decide what college you wanted to go to. I, was, um, I applied to four different colleges, and I got accepted into three out of four of them. And the one I wanted to go to, I was denied. And I thought, my God, this is what I want to do. This is where I want to go. It's in Pittsburgh. All good things. So I stumbled across Geneva College, which I did not know was only like 20 minutes away from this church. And I was able to rebuild my faith in God. I was always a Christian, but I think I was a very lukewarm Christian. And going to Geneva College made me... Um, more on fire for God. I was able to go to Bible classes throughout the week and then come here on Wednesday nights and on Sundays to praise as well. And I thought like I had it all figured out and I did not. Um, so I ended up going to Geneva College to grow my faith. Uh, most importantly, I grew deeper in my relationship with God and, and became born again. I remember sitting in this church and at my home church um, hearing about hearing God's voice telling me to get baptized. Um, and I kept telling myself, you don't need to get baptized. You're born again. You don't need to do that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not the best listener. Um, I did not always follow his commandments. I ignored his voice for about four years. However, it was totally in God's plan for me to become born again. So this led me into the year of 2020, where I was sitting on my couch watching this live stream, and um, Will Bridges was speaking about a trip to Iceland. And I immediately knew for some reason that I was meant to go to Iceland. Do you mind going to the next slide? All right, thank you. So while in Iceland, um, we were working on restoring a church during that time. 
and I was actually putting up drywall on that one picture on the right. And uh, one of the people came back from the church and said, hey, we are going to get baptized. And I, God said to me in that moment, go get baptized with her. And I was like, why? Like, I do not want to get in this freezing cold water. Um, it was in July. We went to Iceland. But the weather was only about 55 degrees. So that probably tells you the water was probably barely 30 degrees. Um, so it was absolutely freezing. But I said, okay, I'll do it. Um, and I didn't know why God sent me to Iceland, but this is probably the reason why. So while in Iceland, I uh, gave my life to God during this time. I actually got very emotional and in my room and actually crying. So I was like, is this what I'm meant to do? And it most definitely was. Um, however, I, this time I actually listened to God's voice and ended up getting baptized and I followed his directions. And to this day, I have no regrets. I'm going to the next slide. Thank you. All right, this brings us to present day. So I am blessed to be alive, and I thank God for my life every day. To, the, um, to this day, I still live with a non-cancerous tumor inside my stomach, and it is wrapped around my aorta. So those that do not know what that an aorta is, that is the largest artery of the body that carries blood from the heart to the um, Sequoia system, I pronounced that, I'm not a doctor. Um, anyways, <laughs> however, I still remain very active and probably more active than most people my age. I have completed four triathlons, I compete in CrossFit competitions, and I enjoy rock climbing. I can truly say that I am blessed to not only be alive, but to share my testimony with all of you. Lastly, I have completed my bachelor's degree in early elementary and special education, and I'm currently working on my master's degree to become a principal. Thank you. And then my last slide, please. All right, thank you. Um, so one thing I want, to, want you guys to walk away with is to remain faithful to God no matter what. These people on the screen are my friends, my family, and then the people I met through CrossFit. And just being surrounded by good, amazing people that can help you walk through this journey. Um, in the moment, your situation may be unhopeful, but remembering that God is in control and has plans for you to prosper. Lastly, remember that God is the creator of the universe. He, he can do anything. He gives, a, he gives us miracles in disguise even at hopeless times, yet he always remains faithful. And then my conclusion uh, verse to all of you is, ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. For every one that asketh receive, and he that asketh findeth. And to him that knocketh it shall be opened. Well, thank you guys so much. Thank you. How much were you deadlifting in that? Um, can you still hear me? That was a new PR, 245 pounds. And I can back squat 170. Yeah, I, I like lifting. Wow. <laughs> okay. I don't think anybody's going to mess around with you uh, <laughs> at all. Sister Ellie, and you, would, you want, would you mind coming? Mm -hmm. 
want her to say something? Or hmm? Would you want to say something? No, I just wanted to just okay. ask her she to come. want to say something. That's why I asked her to come up here. I just wanted to thank everybody that prayed for my girl. If you were closer to us, we would be here every Sunday. We get here as often as we can, but you're in our prayers all the time. Thank you. Just wanted just to, just real quickly, you know, we, we go back to that waiting room. Oh, in that waiting room, I was there alone. Well, I wasn't really alone. The Lord was with me, but I felt alone. And I was just observing the family that was across the room from me. And you know, when you're a Christian, you sort of give off a glow or something that can be recognized. And I thought those people will pray with me, and I know I need prayer. And they not only prayed with us, they adopted us. I mean, they immediately went and got me something to drink and got me something to eat. They prayed with me. And every time Isabella had to go for <clears throat> chemo, uh, someone was there with us, either, either Chuck or Pastor Bill. And they just took us through the darkest times and put a light around us. And I know that if it had not been for this church, and actually I had people literally around the world praying for her, that's the only thing that brought her through. And even the oncologist said that. So she's a good girl, I'm proud of her. And as you can see, she's healthy. <laughs> Amen. Amen. You never know. You never know. We had some wonderful conversations during that time as we were there about God's word. We shared scriptures that we all know and we've come to really appreciate and love like all things are possible to him that believes even when it seems like a situation is utterly hopeless. And even to think about that she said... Uh, wrapped around, this tumor wrapped around, 15 hours of surgery and all that that she had gone through. Uh, and to be cancer free when they said they couldn't even get it all. Amen. You know, only, only our Lord can do that. Amen. Amen. Praise God. And so we thank God. You know, for your life, we thank God for your testimony. We thank God for everything that he did for you. And we continue to rejoice, believing that you're completely whole. And we do the same with Andrew. You know, like they said, he can have this valve down the road and all that. We continue to thank God daily for his perfect valve that works perfectly and functions normally. And all these years, 22 years of his life, and that's every time he has an echosonogram and whatever, Nothing's changed. He's perfectly whole, you know, in that regard. So we thank God for that. And all I really want to say again is that, you know, when God called me into the ministry, the main emphasis, I know the focus 
of the ministry that he called me to was an emphasis on faith. It's one thing to say, I believe in God. It's another thing to know how to believe God for the things he wants to do in our lives. When Jesus said, all things are possible to him that believeth, remember, he meant that. When the man said to him, I believe as much as I can, help my unbelief. And if every, everyone's honest with themselves, we all struggle with unbelief. We struggle with exalting God's word above our physical circumstances and situations that we encounter in life. It seems like we go from faith to faith and glory to glory, you know, challenge to challenge along the way. And I can see where people could, could at some point become weary in well-doing. Because it seems like as though that every time you turn around, we have one challenge after another. That's just life. Jesus said, in the world you will have tribulation. Was he speaking doubt and unbelief? No, he was speaking facts. In the world, you will be challenged. Challenges come in different packages to all of us. Never dreamt that my sixth child would be born the way he was born. When you have five that are absolutely healthy, and when you have a pregnancy that was completely healthy, and you have a child in the womb that was completely healthy by the standards of all the echosonograms and everything else that was done, I mean the, the sonograms and all that was done, even echosonograms, then you expect healthy. But when he was born the way he was born, you talk about a challenge. And we could have very easily just caved in. When we were with them at the hospital, they could have very easily caved in and gave up. But you know what? We're told that we'll reap if we faint not. And it's so important to stand firm. Even though we may not see things happening right away or instantly, it doesn't mean that God isn't working. Remember, we've seen that song, no matter what, God's working. He is working, even though we may not see it. He's working. And he's working in powerful ways. And as long as we stand in faith and continue to believe God, his word is working. And that's the main thing. Thank God for instant miracles that take place. And we, we, we relish those. We thank God for those. But that's not how the just are to live. We live by faith means we exalt God's word in the face of adverse, adverse circumstances and adversity, and we exalt it above what we see, what we hear, what we feel, what we taste, what we smell. And so we exalt God's word and declare it and proclaim it, and that's what enables him to do his work in our lives. And so whether it's speaking to a mountain, commanding it to go, speaking to a tree, commanding it to uproot, speaking to a demonic influence, and commanding it to desist its maneuvers in our lives, or standing in agreement whether it's for things like this or whatever the situation might be, God wants us to trust him. And the thing is, he wants us to believe him and exalt his word above everything else in our lives. He's the one that says he really honors those that tremble at his word. Hold it so high. He's, he's exalted above his own name that we humble ourselves by saying, you know what, my eyes may see differently, but your word is truth. Amen. Amen. So what we're going to do right now, we're just going to minister to the Lord. We're going to open up the floor for ministry after that. So praise the worship team coming up here. I thank God for these testimonies. I thank God for Andrew's life, Isabella's life, 
And the list goes on and on. I mean on and on of all the individuals that have been touched by the power of God by applying the principles of God's word to their situation in life. Hallelujah. Just to give you a quick example before we start here. I'll never forget this day that... Oh, I, I, it's not funny, but I have, to, I have to snicker just a little bit. We were looking for keyboard players back in the day, before all this. And this one fella came. He was a very talented individual. Played keyboard beautifully, sang a song beautifully. He looked in our bookstore and he saw the books that we have in there from the faith ministries. And he shot out the door. You think he walked into the lion's den or the devil's den? Was out of here. Didn't want anything to do with that. And I'm sure he was exposed to some negative teaching about the word of faith people and all that. Never heard from him ever again. I'm thought, well, there's this, those that throw the baby out with the bathwater, and that's about, that's all you can say. But, you know, as far as I'm concerned, let God be glorified through his word. Amen.